The Hope Collective podcast represents the opinions of the host and guests. The following content is for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified mental health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or mental disorder. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on the Hope Collective podcast. Welcome to the newest Journey to Hope initiative, the Hope Collective. I'm Della Ferguson, and I'm the chair of Journey to Hope Moose Jaw team, and I am with the founder of this project and one of the newest members on the Journey to Hope Moose Jaw team, Denara Martin-Wilk. Denara is going to be the voice of the Hope Collective podcast series, and we thought that before she starts interviewing everyone else, that we'd like to introduce her and help you to get to know her first. Denara, oh, what an exciting moment this is. I feel so privileged to share it with you. What is the Hope Collective, Denara? Thanks, Della. Uh, the Hope Collective is a bi-weekly podcast and blog series uh, featuring interviews with mental health and wellness professionals, program facilitators, and service providers. We will be taking an in-depth look at how to access the resources available to us locally here in Moose Jaw and across Saskatchewan. And maybe more importantly, we are a group of people who want to bring wellness to the forefront in a time where the world has kind of been turned upside down. That's awesome. I'm so excited about the Hope Collective. So we have a little snippet on the Hope Collective, but the really big question on my heart today is, who is Denera? I see you as this woman with a spark in her eye and an energy that's unbounded and a fire in your belly. But you tell us, who are you? I am a million things. I'm a wife, mom, student, seeker, a creative, a caregiver, a helper, an advocate. Um, I'm 34 years old, born and raised in Moose my husband, Danny, and I have a blended family with five children, ranging in ages four to 14. My boys swim with the Moose Jaw Kingsman Flying Fins and play guitar. And my girls are gymnasts, volleyball players, and basketball players. I'm an animal lover, some would say sucker. I have a Great Dane, an English Bulldog, a rabbit, and three guinea pigs. There's never a dull moment in our house. <laughs> I'm currently working on my degree. I'm majoring in psychology and I plan to pursue a master's degree after. Um, I currently volunteer as a peer support counselor and facilitator with the Canadian Mental Health Association, Moose Jaw, and on the board of directors for Journey to Hope, as well as the Moose Jaw Kinsman Flying Fins Swim Club as the officials coordinator. Um, I love to read, craft, paint, sing. Um, I love puzzles and I really enjoy binge watching true crime. And I love 90s music and classic rock. 
and I so badly miss concerts. Um, I'm always looking for a bit of a challenge. I am a big thinker, so that leads me to rabbit holes and learning and all of those things that really pique my interest. And uh, that's kind of what led me to this project. Um, I'm an introvert, so putting myself out there and um, any type of public speaking is definitely a challenge for me. But I teach my kids that we can do hard things. And what kind of model would I be if I didn't walk the talk? So you're brave. I love it. Thank you for that little bit. And I know that we're going to get to know you even better throughout the series as we experience you. So tell us about the calling that you had in your heart to start this initiative. I have spent almost 12 years being mom. And um, I've had my experiences throughout my life and I have a family history dealing with generational trauma and unchecked mental health and when I had my kids that was just my sign that there had to be a cycle break and from there raising my children and coming to know what I know now and my passion and interest in um, mental health and wellness and um, just being a better person and finding meaning in your life um, brought me to starting my degree. And I couldn't just go through school not starting something. So that's where I decided that I would check out a few different programs to volunteer with. And I ended up at CMHA. And I jumped on board with Journey to Hope, and I had this idea in the back of my mind. Um, my sister's a podcaster, and I just thought maybe that this was a way to get people more engaged and to understand that there is more access to these things than we know, and that there is hope, and that it's found between the rocks and the hard places. And... I just want to do something. And I think that that's just kind of my journey. So, Dinero, what is your dream for the Hope Collective? My dream for the Hope Collective, my hope, um, is to inspire, uh, to inspire hope to those who feel hopeless. To give them somewhere to go. I hope to really engage the public and educate them about what's available and I feel like it's so vital to know because when we are at our weakest we don't have it in us to research to find the help we need and I'm hoping that this podcast will serve as a hub for the help that so many of us are desperately looking for. I also hope that this will shine a light on where we as a whole are lacking in resources where we can do better or bring new ideas and initiatives to the table. I hope our listeners feel pulled to start a change 
find that resiliency inside them. There is a lot of fear that comes with making a change in our lives. And I hope that we can give people those tools to see that things can get better for them and that there are others that are in this storm with them that are dealing with the same things and that are putting one foot in front of the other. I think more people need to know that they're not alone and that they need to hear that they're seen, they're heard, and that there is fortitude and grit in the human spirit. And I think that with connection and empathy, we can inspire that. I really don't want this to be another clinical podcast. I want our listeners to hear it and really thoroughly understand the resources and how to access them. And I want to help eliminate some of the hesitation that comes from taking that first big step uh, by really emphasizing the very real human everyday sides of the professionals we speak with. Because sometimes the title or position or authority we perceive can put that line between us and the people who are trying to help. It's been a real journey getting to this moment with a lot of little steps along the way. I mean, everything from technology to research to getting resources. What have you been learning along the way that brought you to this launch moment? I have learned that I have to just focus on what I can control. Uh, one step at a time, one day at a time, one thing at a time. And it's really been a learning curve. Um, as much as I want to do it all, be it all, um, and do it all perfectly, there's just no way that that's feasible. And I think that if it was, it wouldn't really be the journey that this is supposed to be. Everybody has their challenges, everybody has their struggles, and I think that little bit of imperfect in this journey is going to show people that, you know, everybody deals with struggle and it's universal. COVID has been a journey in and of itself, right? What have been your most helpful strategies personally for processing this fluid, ever-changing situation that COVID has been and is? I really, really believe that COVID... 2020 was the year that brought us to our knees and I have a great deal of hope that 2021 is going to be the year where we all get up together. It has not been easy. Um, I know that everybody has had to deal with a lot during this. Um, and it's just, it's really eye-opening the amount of people in struggle and dealing with stress and dealing with anxiety and depression. And I think that for me, um, COVID has been a real lesson in what's important. And I've really had to learn to step back and fill my own cup during this. And as much as I wanna help everybody else all the time, I can't do that unless I'm doing that for myself. I love it. And if you were sitting in the room with her, as I am, you'd see she has a hoodie on that says, 
still I rise. And that exemplifies what you just said about rising up from our knees through this COVID experience and doing it together. Right on. If you could wave a magic wand, what would be the wish you would make when it comes to people and their mental health? If I had a magic wand, I think I would start by granting everyone the ability to see our connection to each other. The knowledge that we're all just winging it and nobody really has it completely together. The opportunity to be seen, heard, and to speak our truth without shame or fear of separateness and just empathy and compassion um, would be at the center of every word spoken or action taken. I would allow everyone to make mistakes, forgive themselves for being messy, human, and imperfect. And then being brave enough to choose to get back up. I would break the immense stigmas attached to mental illness and grant everyone the courage to choose themselves, reach out and take the steps towards recovery, um, whether it's crawling or running head on because the most valuable growth, I think, takes place between rocks and hard places. We can't become complacent or comfortable with our struggle. It isn't who we are. It isn't weakness. And we are worthy of better. And we don't have to do this alone. Love it. Break the stigmas. Break the silence. Live the love. What's a mantra? that has served you well in your own mental health journey? Mantras, quotes, and affirmations are kind of my jam. Um, I kind of store them away as I find them on my phone and sticky notes throughout the house, little um, notes on my computer. And for me, it's incredibly helpful to have those little reminders and things that speak to you. I, not unlike other people, need to speak to myself a little bit nicer. And I find that mantras uh, really help in that way. So I guess my, my first one would be courage over comfort. I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. Um, if I could meet her, I'd probably tip over. <laughs> And uh, I really love her reference to Roosevelt's quote, the man in the arena. The fact that it's, it's not the critic that counts. It is the person that's in the arena, the one that is fighting and going through the struggle that really matters. And I have that on my wall framed so that every time I come up the stairs, I can see it every morning. I love it. So you wear Maya Angelou, uh, Still I Rise, and you've got Renee. Those are some great models and mentors to have in front of you with mantras. Danera, on behalf of Journey Hope, we want to thank you for this initiative, to thank you for bringing your energy, your ideas to the table in our collective work to raise awareness and to prevent suicide. 
because every single person matters. And I believe this initiative is going to make a profound difference. I believe that you're going to help put strategies in the toolkits of people for their lived experience and help them find a fuller existence. So thank you for doing that. What words of hope would you like to share to cap off your very first interview? I would like our listeners to know that even though taking that first profound, life-changing step can be terrifying, uh, you have that power, even when you're at your weakest. You have a choice to take a chance on hope. Reach out, make the call, book the appointment. I promise it will be worth it. Before we go, I'd really like to thank you, Della, and the rest of the Journey to Hope team um, for jumping in and fully supporting this project. I'm so grateful. In our next episode, I get to sit down with my friends from the Canadian Mental Health Association, Mooshja, in a roundtable style interview. I am so excited to introduce you to Desiree, Jeremy, and Lindsay, and for the four of us to discuss the programs and support CMHA has to offer and the incredible work that they do. Until next time, my friends, join the Hope Collective. Come as you are, where you are, hope hard and rise. If you or someone you know is in need of support, you can call the Canadian Mental Health Association's Wellness Support Line at 306-630-5968. If you're experiencing a mental health crisis, please call 911 and ask for the police and crisis team, or go directly to the nearest hospital emergency department. The Hope Collective appreciates your support in our vision. To help us spread awareness, follow us on social media, share our episodes, and leave ratings and reviews on your favorite podcast player. If you have ideas for future interviews or want to contact us, please email thehopecollectivesk at gmail.com.